Bonjour et bienvenue à 51 de Sur France, le podcast Euro 2016. Hello and welcome to uh, 50 Years of Hurt, a Euro 2016 podcast. I'm Richard Carey and today is not like our normal episodes. We're actually in Lyon today um, recording this. Uh, so we're on location, so to speak. And we're here to talk about football, of course. We have a number of games to talk about in the last couple of days. There's a lot that's been going on. What's been going on here? Uh, Weather-wise, it's been pretty crazy. It's just stopped raining. Uh, we've had thunder and lightning on the last two days I've been here. Uh, and we've had really, really hot sun. So it's a bit of a mix of everything, really. But football-wise, um, we've had a lot of Northern Irish fans checking if there's behind me it doesn't look like they were um, they've been all around the city they've been celebrating they were celebrating before the match during the match after the match and the day after the match and although there's less of them here now they're still uh, celebrating quite strongly in the city uh, so let's talk about the games uh, we'll start with England versus Wales uh, I didn't get to see the game really because I was on my way to uh, the Ukraine-Northern Ireland game but what I can say about it from having watched the goals on the big screen and seeing some dodgy YouTube highlights and reading what people have been saying on social media it seems like England did deserve to win but um, but I guess I guess the question is uh, it was a bit tight really and interestingly enough Gareth Bale put Wales into the lead with a free kick and he scored two free kicks in two games that are from that are from goalkeeping errors really because Joe Hart probably should have saved that one and like in the other match the uh, Slovakia keeper should have saved it too so Gareth Bale getting pretty lucky on the free kicks uh, as for um, as for England though they got back into it uh, Vardy equalised and Sturridge scored in stoppage time so England actually getting some uh, England actually benefiting from stoppage time this this time round, instead of last time where they got punished for it uh, against Russia. So, in the other Group B match, Russia versus Slovakia, as Slovakia were, got into a pretty uh, quick 2-0 lead, uh, Hamsik uh, put, was pretty brilliant in the first 20-odd minutes and scored a great goal of a free kick, not a free kick, of a corner, should I say. Um, and then Russia got one back so I guess this is the lesson of how to beat Russia just score two against them because then if they have a late surge then you've got that one goal advantage when they score uh, so that's always useful so Group B uh, England at the top at the moment Wales the second Slovakia third and Wales and Slovakia both have three points England have four points and then at the bottom is Russia with one I think, yeah, it looks quite good for England now with that last-minute goal. If it hadn't been the last-minute goal, it, like Slovakia would be a must-win game, but now it's like they could draw and they're pretty much guaranteed to get through. Uh, unlucky for Wales. It's not too bad for Wales because they are in a position where they can just uh, beat Russia, who should be beatable, considering they should be the weakest team in the group, but that's questionable. But quite an open group uh, Slovakia actually turned up in their second game and played and I knew they could play that well and they did so maybe they'll even beat England and then the whole thing will get 
blown out proportion. I think England will qualify even if they end up with just four points. Even if it's a third place and end up facing Germany in the second round and obviously get knocked out. Um, so let's move on to uh, Group C and talk about Ukraine versus Northern Ireland. I was in attendance for the match. Um, what I'll say about it is that there's quite a few interesting things before the match and in fairness to UEFA and, and Euro and all that, uh, they put on some really good pre-match entertainment, I guess, or they get, kept people entertained. Because sometimes when you're at a gig or a show or a sporting event, like you can just be sitting there for ages until the thing starts. So it's nice to have that. Uh, that had like this hosting thing, and then they had like they get the Northern Irish chant, and then the Ukrainian chant, and they do like early anthems and stuff. And they also had the, the American, the popular thing in America called Kiss Cam. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's, I, I don't really like that, but it was, it was like, it was quite recently there was a thing where this uh, girl in America, there's a video that went viral where she was eating pizza very lovingly and that was like on, on Kiss Cam, so it's quite funny. Uh, <laughs> but apart from that, um, like I say, it was actually a good thing I got uh, cheap sh seats because the weather went so crazy and actually, when at one point the match was abandoned for about two minutes because of hail they had everything it was thunder lightning hail although we couldn't really hear the thunder a lot of times because the northern irish kind of uh sort of drowned it out really with all the with all the drumming with all the chanting and they were making it like a home game if you don't know the result it was northern ireland to uh, ukraine nil uh brilliant stuff have the northern irish win uh, really, really good atmosphere in the stadium. Uh, I really enjoyed myself, and you'll be hearing some sounds and all that sort of thing from that match on Tuesday's show. Because um, I've got quite a few things to share on that one. It was quite interesting on the way there and the way back, especially on the way back. There was quite a few uh, rowdy. Uh, supporters, not just of Ireland, there's even England supporters in town and kind of French going to, we were in kind of the neutral end, they had a kind of a the Irish end, the Ukrainian end and then sort of a neutral corner um, there was also quite a lot of empty seats, which is quite interesting that Euros didn't even sell out, but all it sold out and then people didn't turn up for whatever reason but there you go um, I mean Actually, getting here was quite interesting. I, I took a plane to Geneva. For, completely forgot that Switzerland have a different currency than the euro. Uh, they use Swiss francs because they're not in the European Union, and you know managed to scramble that part together. Got to Lyon. Also, my oyster cards don't work on the same day. Everything's going wrong, but I got into the stadium. The match was really good, and really enjoyed. It. It, and obviously I'll be talking about it a bit more than I can when I'm back in the UK. And the other match in Group C was, um, what was it again? Oh yes, it was Germany-Poland, it was a really boring 0-0 draw. I went to watch it at the fan zone here in Leon. Um, yeah, nothing really happened, so I don't really know what to talk about in that one. But it, I don't know if it was a good result for Northern Ireland either, because it does mean that they have to get, like... I think it, they pretty much have to win to ensure qualification because obviously Poland and Germany are definitely ahead of them with four points each and then Pol uh, Northern Ireland third place with three. 
Uh, whether three points is enough on its own to get through the next round, not sure. I think four's enough. I don't know about three. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens. They're going to play Germany in the last match, which is going to be a tough test. But the Germans haven't really been great in this tournament, so who knows? Anything could happen, right? As they've been singing on the streets, they're going to Gapery, Kesarasara, whatever will be, will be. Um, Otherwise, there was Group A, where uh, the host France qualified for the next round by just by beating an Albanian side who almost kept them out for the entire game. Full credit to Albania, one of my sweepstakes teams, almost getting a point off the French, which would be really, really important for them, but not quite. They're not quite out, which I, I was panicking a bit that they were out, but actually they're not out because of the third place thing. They can still, they have to win against Romania. Uh, if, if they're not going to be out, but if they can pull that off on Monday in a match I'm going to Monday Sunday in a match I'm going to go and see, then who knows? I mean, maybe Albania will squeeze themselves through. And then the other match was uh, Romania versus Switzerland. Finished a one-one draw. Romania actually winning quite a bit there, so maybe they could have if they picked up three points. That would have been great for them, but it didn't happen. So that table is France at the top six points, Switzerland second of four, uh, Romania uh, third with one point, Umpa, and uh, Albania still at the bottom with zero. Uh, then there was Group D uh, yesterday, which had um, Spain taking on the Czech Republic. No, that's wrong, isn't it? It, it was uh, it was Croatia versus Czech Republic. Sorry, and uh, I can't believe it that Croatia threw away the lead. They were two 0 ahead, and then they completely capitulated. There was there was a you know terrible got goal back, and then there was a handball and uh, penalty that went in. The kind of game was marred by uh, there was flares thrown on the pitch. I believe it was by Croatian fans, and one point one like exploded, and a guy had to jump out the way, to try not get injured. Um, it's quite worrying, but um, it seems like everything's all right on that end. Uh, but yeah, it's it's obviously worrying when something like that happens at a football match. See, the world's going crazy at the minute, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so it was two-two ended, uh, and the other match was Spain versus Turkey. And credit to Spain, best probably best performance of the tournament, winning three-nil. Just showing some really attacking threat, which even when they're winning like World Cups and Euros, they weren't showing that much attacking threat. So they have looked really good. I think that yeah, it might be a case that um, well, they're certainly going to qualify. They have qualified uh, Spain with two wins, but the question is, is they going to? They do look like possibly the favourites to win the tournament at the minute, but you know, one game doesn't. One game does not make a a win tournament win. I don't know one, but but Spain is top of that group with uh, six points and qualified. And then you've got uh, Czech Republic, no sorry, Croatia with four points. Um, Czech Republic with one and Turkey with none. So that means that if so, Spain will face Croatia in the last match. If Croatia get a point, they're definitely through. And Czech Republic will face Turkey which is kind of a must-win game for them. 
Um, and then there was one game from Group E, which was Italy versus Sweden. Italy won one nil and qualified for the next round. Um, so well done them. Uh, Republic Ireland are playing today. I, I haven't got the full time score, but I will be recapping all that on Tuesday's show. Uh, that was pretty much all the games that happened. I can't really talk too much about it here because it's quite hard to be able to record a long podcast. But hopefully that's a quick uh, overview of what's happened. Uh, there's, there's loads more to talk about. I just can't think about it right now. So we're just going to have to leave it there. Uh, do join me on Tuesday when we will be finding out what whether England are going home or staying in France as they face Slovakia in the last game. And we'll also find out what happens to Wales as they face Russia, uh, as well as all the other games from match day two, as well as the games from match day three, which will be uh, Romania, Albania and France, Switzerland. So some fun to look forward to there. Until then, this is Richard Carey signing out from Lyon. It's now nice and sunny, which is lovely. I'm going to go and watch the evening games uh, hopefully it'll be fun, hopefully it won't rain uh, hopefully I'll stumble through some French and order some food for myself because that's always nice but until then we say au revoir and uh, see you on Tuesday <laughs>